What's going on, everybody? Thanks for pressing play today. In today's episode of Nerd Nostalgia, you're going to find me, Irvin, doing a solo episode and bringing to you some nerd news of the month. It's been a month, baby. Let's get into it. But before we do, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, coworkers about us. Please help us grow this audience because we love doing this and want to continue doing it for you. All right, now that that's out of the way, you know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vor. Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> Welcome back, everybody, to another episode of Nerd Nostalgia. Thanks for joining me today, guys. I hope you have had a wonderful weekend. I hope that you got a bunch of stuff done down here in Texas, specifically where I am at. It was supposedly flooding and flash flooding and stuff. I just got back into town, so I am catching up on everything, and this is one of the things that I'm catching up on. I wanted to get this episode out to you guys. And so, let's kick things off. Let's get into it. You got things to do. I got things to do. Let's kick off the nerd news of the month. So, starting off on April 14th, we found out that Game of Thrones, the official Game of Thrones Twitter page, they tweeted that winter is coming. And they put period. And then that's it. Now, super ominous, super mysterious, just like, what was that about? We don't know. Well... Not for another few days would we find out what it actually was about. Specifically, two weeks later, we went ahead and reported that Game of Thrones House of the Dragon started production. So what we ended up finding out was that the spinoff House of the Dragon, which is supposed to be based completely on the Targaryen dynasty and leading up to the Dance of Dragons, the big event for them, their downfall, part of their downfall, well, their official Twitter account went ahead and posted that the production had begun. So that's very exciting. We've actually had a couple of photos out there leak. They all have the Targaryen hair. You don't have a close-up on their eyes, so I'm really curious to see if they're going to keep people's regular eye colors or if they're going to go with the purple eyes like Targaryens are supposed to have, which, again, Targaryens are pretty much elves, right? They come from the land of elves, one of the last few remaining elf lines out there without calling them that, but that's what Targaryens really, really actually are. However, in the show Game of Thrones, we weren't able to have either Viserys or Danny, Daenerys Stormborn Targaryen, first of a name, blah, 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 blah. She actually had her regular eye colors because contacts would mess with her eyes, and so she couldn't wear contacts during the shooting of the show they tried it didn't work i would have loved the purple eyes i'm hoping we get the purple eyes for the actual house of the dragon show i mean you can't not do it without that so that's all i got to say about that speaking of danny stormborn targaryen we have some news on her we have a couple things for her she's uh she's been a busy bee so Without further ado, Daenerys Stormborn of House Targaryen, first of her name, the Unburnt, Queen of the Andals, and the First Men, Khaleesi of the Great Grassy, Breaker of Chains, and Mother of Dragons. And now, you can officially add comic book writer to her official title, because the actress has penned her first ever comic book titled M.O.M, Mother of Madness. It's a story about a superhero single mom. In an interview, the actress noted that she came up with the idea initially as a joke, but then co-wrote it with Marguerite Bennett. The story follows a single mother named Maya, who doesn't have the easiest of lives, obviously, as a single mother. Of course, this changes when 
that. Of course, this changes when she finds out that her she ends up getting freakish superpowers. And like any good mom, she puts them to use in the attempt to thwart human traffickers. Amelia described the comic as Deadpool-esque and will hit the shelves on July 21st. So still a couple of months away, but that's pretty big. You know, the fact that the Mother of Dragons was able to write her own comic is a pretty big deal. And it looks kind of cool. I'm actually excited to scoop that up. Um, I did scoop up the Keanu Reeves one. It's on my to-read list, Berserker. I have actually yet to read it. So it's on that to-read list. It never stops growing that category. So I'm trying to earn that category, that, um, that pile. So we're definitely going to try to fix that sometime soon. All right. Next up, still continuing on with Miss Amelia Clark, the busy, busy bee. So according to variety, Amelia is currently finalizing negotiations for the undisclosed secret role in the Disney plus show secret invasion. Amelia Clark would be joining the current start studded cast of Samuel Jackson Ben Mendelsohn, and Kingsley Ben-Adir. Recently, it was also announced that award winner Olivia Coleman is also in talks to join the series. So who could she be? A lot of people are thinking, Scroll Queen, that's going to be my pick. But, uh, but who knows? You really don't know with Marvel who they pick. But Amelia Clark cast in uh, Marvel Secret Avenger Secret Invasion, I think, is a wonderful casting because she's great. I really do think that they're going to kind of typecast the same way they did with Jon Snow, with Aegon Targaryen. I think they typecasted him as the Black Knight because it's a role that he's familiar with. He's a sword guy, won't need much training as far as sword stuff is concerned. And I think they're going to do that here with uh, Daenerys, Stormborn Targaryen. I think Danny is going to, Amelia Clark is going to end up being that, uh, that scroll queen. Again, coming from a queen role, an evil queen role. So, who knows? Who knows indeed. Continuing on our conversation here, and if I, there we go, I'm hoping that that sounds a little bit better. So, next up, we have Michael Keaton has been confirmed to return as Batman in the upcoming Flash movie. So, ICM Partners confirmed the news to the rap that Michael Keaton will reprise his role as Batman in the Flash film. Keaton's involvement in the Flash means that there are now two confirmed Batmen with Batfleck, a.k.a. Ben Affleck, ben Affleck, also set to reprise his role as Bruce Wayne in the movie. We anticipate a third Batman, and this is just pure speculation from us, could find his way to the movie through Jeffrey Dean Morgan, as we've already seen him previously in other movies as Bruce Wayne. And not only that, we want him as that. The fans want him as our Bruce Wayne. So, if they follow the Flashpoint storyline, then you, if you've never seen it, spoiler warning, it's been out for forever, both the comic and the uh, actual live action. But I digress. If you've never seen it, go check it out. Flashpoint Paradox. It's probably one of the greatest animated films DC has ever produced. They do produce a lot of good ones as well, but I digress. So if they follow that storyline, then you know that Jeffrey Dean Morgan's character becomes Batman. And so it would be safe to say that they could have that character if they wanted to. But again, they have mentioned that they don't think they're going to fall. It's not going to be to a T. So I think Batman, Bruce Wayne, old man, Bruce Wayne, I think that's going to kind of play a factor. So we'll see. We'll see what they end up doing. I think it'll be interesting. I'm excited for the movie regardless. I think this could right their ship. I just don't know what they're going to do or how they're going to do it. So, and I hope they don't fuck it up. To be honest with you, sorry, there's my F-bomb for the day. 
All right, continuing on, moving on. So we have an official title for the newest Black Panther movie. It was revealed on May 3rd, a couple days before May the 4th. And so the new title is going to be Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Now, I'm super curious about this because there is actually a Black Panther Wakanda Forever title that existed as far as the comics are concerned. It was actually X-Men Wakanda Forever. So I'm curious, is this how the mutants are going to be introduced? Some people have been speculating on Namor, on the Submariner being the big evil bad guy that his Atlantis is going to fight Wakanda because it's too fictional and that kind of fits you know it makes sense but I don't know maybe maybe they're going to sneak the X-Men in with this movie because it's not set to debut until July 8th 2022 so we'll see we'll see but I'm glad that they have a title you know uh, rest in peace Chadwick Boseman wonderful human I think whenever you discuss Black Panther, you should always bring that up. So the fact that they had to go through that hardship as as a cast, as a crew, you know, not only to miss his presence, but to rewrite the story and everything that goes along with, you know, a castmate dying and passing away. So may he uh, rest in power and Wakanda forever. I think uh, I think I love it. I hope they pay a special tribute to him at the beginning of it. I think that's the only way that um, that you go you know you got to go that classy route all right continuing on something a little offbeat here according to the hollywood reporter hannah john Kamen has officially joined the reboot of red sonia red sonia will be directed by joey soloway the creator and showrunner of amazon's transparent which has done really well i've personally never seen it so you'll know miss john Kamen from Ant-Man and the Wasp, she was on there. She was Ghost. So she did a pretty good job. I liked her in that role. I think she has the body for a Red Sonja movie if they go as far as, you know, staying true to the comics because it's very exposed. And she's a very attractive woman, so I think she could easily pull that role off. Hopefully they, uh, they have her clad up a little bit more than the comics. Or not, because... I would love to see her in that as well, but I digress. Continuing on, we have a couple other castings, which is kind of a big deal here. We have two Marvel characters that are joining the Knives Out sequel. So, Drax the Destroyer and Agatha Harkness, Mr. Bautista, is joining the cast, as is Miss Catherine Hain, I want to say is her name. Let me check that real quick. It's probably pronounced Han, Catherine Han, but you know the characters. You have Drax the Destroyer from Guardians of the Galaxy and a lot of other stuff. And then you have, of course, Miss Catherine Han from a lot of things as well, but most recently, Agatha Harkness. So they've officially joined the highly successful Knives Out movie sequel. Currently, much isn't known about the plot or characters outside of the fact that Daniel Craig will be returning to solve another mystery. This includes what characters each of these two will be portraying. So, who knows? What's my thoughts on this? I think it's super interesting to add these two to the cast list. Both are underrated actors and have proven that they have the ability to act not just in Marvel movies, but outside of it. 
I think Dave Bautista lately has been on a just winning streak. He has been crushing some of his roles. So very excited to see. I'd be curious to, to know what you guys think of the castings. Are you excited for the sequel? I know it's not necessarily superhero related, but they're definitely you know, something that's going to be kind of cool and interesting. The first movie was really fun, so highly recommend it if you haven't seen it. Switching pace here, we have our first official trailer for the Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage movie. And here's a quick clip for you. I'm not going to ruin it, but if you haven't checked it out, go check it out. Go type in Venom 2 Let There Be Carnage trailer, and you'll be able to see it. But here's a quick clip from it. So what we're seeing here is the symbiote is making Eddie Brock breakfast and is just a terrible roommate. And it's really funny. So I wanted to bring that up just because of the fact that they are leaning into what they did well in the first movie, it seems. I'm actually, while this trailer didn't wow me, it did kind of get me, you know, interested, more so than the first movie itself did. I wasn't too impressed with the first movie. People really loved it, but I think that's just because Venom has such a big following, so I think all of his fans went out there. But I'm glad that they made this second one. I'm hoping that the Sony-verse, that the Venom-verse, that the Spider-verse is going to do well because of this. So we shall see what ends up happening. But go check out the trailer. It's pretty good. I think, again, they're leaning into all the things that they did right. They wrote all the good stuff down and are going to go from there. On top of that, you have Woody Harrelson that is just a phenomenal actor. And I think him playing next to Eddie Brock, a.k.a. Mr. Tom Hardy, is going to be a wonderful duo and a duet there that is just going to crush it. So in the movie, you also have a couple first appearances the first mention of Ravencroft I think in movies I don't think Ravencroft has ever been mentioned before that's essentially the Arkham Asylum of the Spider-Verse of uh, Peter Parker world of Marvel I guess you could say and then another big appearance in that is going to be Shriek you actually see her so she's been confirmed you could actually pull her up on IMDB it says Shriek that the actress is going to be portraying that so very interested to see how many other symbiotes they try to pull and push in front of us as well. So, curious. Curious indeed. Okay, let's switch things up a little bit here. Let's talk video games real quick. Because, this is kind of important, Sony has over 25 PS5 games in development. Head of PlayStation Studios, Herman Hulse, says Sony has more than 25 PlayStation 5 games in development, almost half of which are completely new properties with, an quote, an incredible amount of variety, end quote. So that's pretty exciting just in the fact that you know, they're able to get new property, new IP out there just because I feel like there's been kind of a redundancy in things. So kind of a big deal, kind of a big deal. I'm all about it. Even though getting a PlayStation 5 right now is ridiculously stupid, hard, and the scalpers are all winning that battle right now. But if people just stop buying from them, then, you know, it'll be fine. Uh, Speaking of PlayStation 5, the Cosmic Red and Midnight Black colorways are going to be available on June 11th in the United States of America. 
they are available for pre-order for pre-order right now. It's a new dual sense colors that are out there. So that's pretty cool. You have, uh, you know, your standard black that you've always had, but this one's going to be a little bit different. Uh, you have your standard white for the new PlayStation. So the fact that the black and red are going to be added on, I think is uh, very cool. They are going to cost $64 or $69.99 for the black and then for the red, it's going to be $74.99. So $5 price difference between those two. The red, from what I've seen so far, kind of looks a little pink. But, uh, you know, I digress. Maybe it's just my colorblindism kicking in. I don't have that, but, you know, it just looks pink to me. Continuing on here with the gaming news, Final Fantasy XIV ends the beta for the PlayStation 5. It's set to release on... May 25th, so exactly one week from today. So Final Fantasy XIV's PlayStation 5 version will leave open beta and will officially launch on May 25th alongside patch 5.55. So that's exciting news for any Final Fantasy fans. I know there's a huge following for that. We've discussed fandoms before, and that is definitely a big, big fandom. Continuing on with some more PlayStation news here, or some more gaming news rather, Mass Effect 3's multiplayer could return. So according to the project director, Mac Walters, he's confessed, he's confirmed that the Mass Effect three players multiplayer could be added to the collection in the future if the demand is great enough. So fans get out there, discuss that. You got it. Continuing on with some more PlayStation or I keep saying PlayStation with some more gaming news. So Call of Duty Warzone has banned 500,000 plus cheaters since launch. That's a pretty big number. However, that's just not anywhere near the amount they need to. I know a lot of my friends actually play. Shout out to uh, Undemic, the real Undemic. Shout out to Angel, all those guys that are playing. So they hate it just because the cheaters are just crazy ridiculous. So, yeah. Moving on to some ginormous news that happened yesterday. And we still have some other ones, but I wanted to make sure I didn't forget to bring this one up. Warner Media is merging with Discovery. It was discovered that AT&T has decided to sell Warner Media, which includes HBO and Warner Brothers, to Discovery, which they say will create a premier standalone global entertainment company. What? I remember being on the plane and seeing that and I was like, holy crap. That's huge news, guys. That's ginormous. Number one, obviously under AT&T's tutelage and guidance dc properties has been doing horribly so i'm hoping that this would help with that but who knows maybe it'll make it worse but regardless it's a big big deal and i'm excited for it again i think uh, i think it could benefit them but we'll see who knows with some more big news on the topic of mergers i guess yesterday was just merger monday huh Amazon is reportedly negotiating to acquire MGM, the studio that is behind the James Bond films, Shaken, Not Stirred, Baby, and of course, Rocky, or is it Stirred, Not Shaken, who fucking knows, and Rocky. So, I believe the deal is set to be around $9 billion. Nothing is official yet, but that's kind of a big deal too. So, this report comes from Variety. MGM Holdings has been exploring a sale since last December. So, since... December is kind of a big deal. You know, it's we're halfway through the year here pretty much. That means they've been wanting to move. So uh, I could, I, I would love that. I would love to have that property on there because I think Amazon could do so much with it. So we'll see. All right, guys, we are coming to the finish line here and are capping off with three different 
products here and they're all movies based on different movies here so kind of some sad stuff here so according to ign.com the edge of tomorrow 2 script does exist supposedly it's amazing but it might not happen it might not happen i did read a script that was in really great shape but it's just a matter of if it can even happen now I don't even have the straight answer on that one. Emily Blunt on the future edge of two tomorrow. Speaking of Emily Blunt, she's not part of the third thing here. She recently denied rumors of being cast as Miss Fantastic, Mrs. Fantastic, I guess it would be, uh, a.k.a. the Invisible Woman, a.k.a. Sue Storm from the Fantastic, Mor Fantastic Four movie. Um pretty sad it turns out i don't know this could be taken out of context here that she's not a fan of the superhero movies but she's done similar roles so she knows what it's like to be part of a big you know a big company like that and what they need and so um that kind of is sad but i've also had several different actors and actresses play down their casting due to fear of disney you know finding out and them getting mad and all that kind of stuff so this could be that uh, I would love her and her husband to be uh, Mr. Fantastic and Sue Storm. So we'll, we'll see. We'll see what ends up happening. Switching away. Talking a little Disney now. Ant-Man, Quantumania. Ant-Man and the Wasp, Quantumania has officially begun filming. So it's going to be directed by Peyton Reed. And they have actually shared their first images in the, out in the UK set. So you can definitely check that out. Go look it up real quick. And then finally, we're going to cap off with an old school fandom, an old school 80s nostalgia here. This is a nostalgia podcast after all, right? You can check out Henry Golding in Snake Eyes because the official G.I. Joe trailer has debuted. So, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins first trailer is out. Go check it out. I was on the plane when I saw this, and so I'm excited to actually give it a go. Well, guys, I think that's going to do it for today. I hope you have a wonderful day, a wonderful week. Stay safe out there. Uh, stay nerdy, my friends. And also, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star, tell your friends, family, co-workers about it. You can find us on social media, chat with us, nerd.nostalgia on Instagram, Nerd Nostalgia on TikTok, Nerd Nostalgia Podcast on YouTube, and then Twitter is Nerd Nostalgia underscore, and finally, Nerd Nostalgia Nation, a private Facebook group for you guys where you can talk and be as nerdy as you want. So, please... Hit us up. We love interacting with you guys. We love chatting nerd stuff. It's uh, it's it's fun for us. It's not work. It's nothing like that. So, yeah. Hit us up on all social medias. Drop that five-star like I said before. Tell your friends, family, and coworkers about us. All right, guys. That's going to do it for today. Thanks for joining me. We'll catch you on the next episode. And remember, stay nerdy, my friends.